Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast, Dragon Ball edition. Our Dragon Ball expert Mitch is back with us to talk about Dragon Ball Super chapter number 64, which just came out Friday, September 18th. Mitch, how are you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty stoked. It is an incredible day, let alone when we recorded this podcast. For anyone who's listening, it's Friday. That's always a great day. Um, in case uh, you love Dragon Ball, today's a very exciting day. If you are like me and you like video games, Super Mario 3D uh, World came out there, so I was able to get a hold of that. Haven't tried it yet because I've been so involved with the Dragon Ball Super and I'm ready to go. Let's get to it, man. All right, yeah, let's just dive right into it. Uh, as we said, the chapter came out today, which was early. Uh, usually we get the chapters on the 20th, but I guess since the 20th is a Sunday, they wanted to drop, well, Sunday for America, they wanted to drop it on Friday. So let's just hop right into it. Um, chapter starts off, uh, Goku angry that Miris has passed away. Um, Jocko's asking all these questions, asking if Maris is really dead. Um, Goku talking about he's not fighting alone. Um, he was saved by Vegeta. Dende, Maris. We have Whis and Beerus patiently waiting. Beerus even quotes saying, well, let's see it, Goku. Whis is saying it's imminent. Let's see if he can control his emotions. And we're thinking he's talking about Mastered Ultra Instinct. Uh, Goku's asking Jocko why he joined the galactic patrol and he said he wanted to preserve peace and the uniforms were cool that's just jocko humor um and then we see goku looking at moro saying he's going to be the one to defeat him and moro's basically i'm paraphrasing all this stuff guys you get the quick rundown then moro's basically saying the same old crap you've been saying this forever goku starts to power up and we're like, oh, what is happening? Because it's a big power-up. And Piccolo is like, what is happening? Gohan's like, it's dad. He's really about to do it this time. Beerus is there, calm, arms folded, saying, seems things are going well. Whis is like, it appears so. Looks like we're about to go and see Ultra Instinct perfected. But for us in America, we just call it Master Ultra Instinct. And then you get this cool shot when he's done powering up of Goku looking up to the sky, um, his hair's obviously changed, and then he just comes down, and you see the mastered Ultra Instinct look with the silver hair, and Moro's like, what is that form? And then you just have Goku, and then Moro tries to blast Goku, saying, stay back. Goku just blitzes him. Like, it's, it's pretty incredible. Since he's in Mastered Ultra Instinct, Moro can't lay a finger on this guy. And then the next couple of chapters is just Mastered Ultra Instinct thrashing Moro. Like, he is just getting obliterated in each panel. And even Beerus is talking about Goku's fine-tuning his moves more and more. And Whis is saying, indeed, he is. And then it's just, he just keeps going. He's just thrilling Moro, Moro's even asking, he's like, how are you dodging like this? And then the funny thing, Goku's just like, not thinking. He's like, my body's acting on its own and deciding how to dodge, which is why his attacks can't hit him. And then Moro's trying to get more and more pissed. Moro powers up. And even Piccolo's talking about he's charging the full power. It really doesn't matter because Goku is just 
manhandling um, Moro, throwing him up in the air. And then he hits him with a punch, which was a pretty cool shot. And that punch is heard around, looks like the planet, maybe even the universe. You see like the shock waves. You see people on Kami's lookout hearing it. You see it in space. And, and I thought Moro was going to die from that, but he survived. Beerus is giving Goku credit, talking about perfectly done. Whis is talking about Beerus showing him respect. Goku finally realizes that Beerus and Whis are there. And he's like, oh, you guys are here. And Beerus is like, don't stop now. Finish the job so we can go and eat. And then Goku's telling him the typical Goku stuff after he powers up. You realize you can't beat me right now. Moro's thinking that Goku thinks he's a god and Moro doesn't care. Um, he's And I quote, I am moral consumer of worlds. The gods' creations are mine to devour. I am this galaxy's supreme life form. And then he's powering up and Goku doesn't care. He hits him with a back kick. And this guy just goes flying. And Goku's giving him the whole heroic spiel of you see what you've been doing you see how it feels been killing all these innocent people earth isn't your plaything anymore and then he's just thrilling him every time uh moral tries to talk goku just blasts him and the last time he blasts him into a rock and moral is even talking about help me don't kill me goku asks jocko he's supposed to be on death sentence he's like yeah and even Jocko said the same thing that he said to Vegeta. If you don't, can you mind doing the honors? And then Goku rips off his shirt and is like, in that case, let me fight as an earthling. Jocko's asking, what does that even mean? And then Whis is saying, hmm, it seems like he's quitting the Galactic Patrol. And Beerus says he has a bad feeling about this. And that is basically the rundown gist basics of the chapter that just came out. Now we're just going to dive and dissect it even more. So, Mitch, when you read this chapter, what did you think about it? So, I'm glad that we were able to, you know, kind of predict what was going to happen based off of, like, 63. We we had a strong feeling that, you know, MUI was going to happen. And it did. We were... Some people were speculating. I don't think we brought this up, but whenever I was looking around, seeing what other people thought in the community, some people were speculating if this was going to be a brand new transformation mm -hmm. instead of MUI between you and I and maybe the listeners. I'm glad that did not happen because there was no build up for a transformation that was not MUI or something different to come about. And if there was, I think that would have just kind of thrown the entire arc into a loop. So I'm glad that MUI came. And I'm glad MUI stomped Moro. And because it goes back to like Jiren, you know, MUI stomps him, doesn't get the job done at the very end, though, sets him up for success, but doesn't get the job done. And now it's doing kind of the same thing. And that is stomping Moro putting him in the dirt, kicking him in the rocks, making his life a living nightmare, which it should be. And the very end of the chapter, we see Beerus say just the lines of he has a bad feeling about this, already indicating that's what Toriyama and Toritaro are basically hinting at is this fight is not over. 
I speculate that MUI is not going to win against Moro. It's just going to be that next step before we see whatever the finale will be, which I'm hoping that it is Vegeta. There is actually a screenshot in the manga chapter of 64 where it shows that Vegeta is standing. He has been Mm -hmm. healed and Gohan's healed and Piccolo's healed. So they are up. They're at it. They can see the fight from where they're at. So it's not like they have to travel far in case they need to get involved. So I'm expecting some great things actually happen in the next couple of chapters. So, yeah, I think the biggest thing that everyone is taking away from this chapter besides Master Ultra Instinct thrashing Moro is the last panel with Beerus saying, I've got a bad feeling about this. We don't really get in context of what he has a bad feeling about. I know it's just, it's shown after Goku rips off his shirt, saying he wants to fight him as an Earthling from here. So I don't know if that's meaning that he's not going to finish the job and we're going to be deja vu like Resurrection F when he was taken to uh, along with Frieza. So that panel, I think, is actually the most interesting one on this chapter because we don't know what that really means until we get further context next month i think it's interesting that goku would say that that he would ask jaku hey is there a death penalty on moro jaku says yes of course can you finish it off and then goku is like i'm gonna fight him as an earthling now how i interpret that is he doesn't want to kill Moro because that's not who Goku is. He's never wanted to kill his enemies. He's always wanted to give them another chance at like in a redemption. I don't believe Moro is going to be a ally in the next arc as, you know, all of these other villains in the past have indirectly always come around to the good side, you know, like Piccolo, Vegeta, Frieza in a strange way, but Frieza definitely is still a villain, but, I mean, Tournament of Power, he helped cause Majin Buu. Again, Beerus, I guess? I don't don't know how you want to interpret Beerus' involvement with that. Just because he was an antagonist doesn't mean that he was necessarily a villain. But, yeah, I think Goku quitting the Galactic Patrol means that he's probably going to try to spare Moro if he gets over like his evilness and uh, passes on his, his sins, gets cleansed, whatever you want to say. But that will probably be the downfall is that Goku's going to waste too much time trying to give Moro another chance. And then he's going to fall out of MUI. And then we're going to see whatever happens from there. You know, it's crazy what I'm looking at these, this panels and this chapter again, it's very very similar to the chapter when Vegeta came back and he showed off his new skills and he was thrashing Moro because Vegeta asked Jocko that same question. That isn't, isn't this, well, basically, isn't this guy on death row? What do you want me to do? And Jocko was telling Vegeta to finish the job. And then it was like at the end, Moro was getting stomped. And then that next chapter, Moro did the turnaround. And even if, Goku, I'm not gonna, I don't know if he's fully mastered Ultra Instinct. We don't know if he can just go into it at will now or just for this. But we don't know if his body can handle it. So he might have that thing where it happened in the Tournament of Power in the anime 
where his body starts freaking out and then he's back to normal and then like you said we're back to square one because i really found the similarities between this chapter and vegeta beating up moro very fascinating because when vegeta was doing it it was goku and piccolo in the back talking about how much vegeta's improved um goku saying vegeta surpassed him this 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 but now when goku was the one beating him up the two people watching and commenting were Whis and beers so i think those chapters are actually pretty similar if you like compare them and reread them even the part where moro like goku has moro up in the air with his hand up there was a point in the chapter where vegeta had his hand up in the air against moro when he took all the energy back so i think it was very very interesting that they're similar it's funny how you compare that uh, chapter to this chapter because there's one other thing in which uh, this just might be pure pure coincidence but after goku you know smacks moro in the stomach and sends a shock wave sending everyone back a uh, shock wave across the world and whatnot and then uh, moro powers up to full power to fight mui goku mm -hmm. here he tries to sneak up on goku goku kicks him in the face and back in one of the earlier chapters when we saw moro on namek one of those his magical powers was that he used the planet's life force to make like energy beams and like barriers and that stuff well that's what he did whenever he powered up and goku kicks him into one of these beams and the beam is so strong that of course it would damage moro but it actually blasts off his left hand in one of the shots it's kind of pure coincidence because that was the same arm that moro got blasted off by goku earlier before um before Miris arrived and then he Moro, I mean, used Goop or Piccolo's regenerative regenerative I can't say the word regenerating abilities to extend his arm through Goku's chest. So there are some more similarities between some other chapters that have panned out that are we gonna see um Moro use the energy or the powers that he has stolen in the past? Like, because, I mean, if Moro brings back his arm, then we know that he can use Piccolo's techniques, which therefore means he can use Vegeta's techniques. Anything that 7-3 stole, which then we wonder, did Miras not get the job done? Did Miras do something different that we're not aware of yet? Or did Miras's effects just wear off? So that's one thing for us to watch in the next chapter that will come up, and that is, does Moro still have any powers other than the ones that he has and 7-3 has. We still are waiting to see maybe, does Moro have any other magic? Because when Goku's smacking him around and Moro says, Moro's not backing down. He doesn't fear divine power, he says. He, he consumes the worlds that gods create. He is the galaxy's supreme life form. So I just imagine there's going to be more magic that Moro should have, especially since he's been hyped up so much since the very beginning that his magic is what makes him a terrifying villain. Because all we've seen, technically speaking, from his magic is he is able to absorb the energies of people and the people on the planet, or the planet itself as well, 
We've seen him when Goku went Ultra Instinct Omen at first when they were fighting. Moro was like, okay, you're really fast. I have something to stop that. And that was whenever he used really the same technique that Goku used on him. And that was he used energy on Goku's hands and feet to kind of slow him down. Goku broke out of it, though. And Goku used that same attack on Moro in this arc before he gave that incredible gut punch. And But other than that, unless there's another magic technique that I have missed or I have forgotten, I guess other than at the very beginning when Goku tried to seek out Moro's energy so that he could use instant transmission to get to him, Moro was able to sense that he was being sensed. That's the only three things of magic that we have seen from this guy who has been hailed as a a magician of, well, everything. You know what I mean? So I'm expecting to see something else from Moro. Yeah, I do too. And with it now being September 18th, uh, two months from now, November will be the two-year anniversary when this arc started. So I don't see this going past November. So I think this is ending at least by November if Moro's going to pull a rabbit out of his hat next month in October, and then it leads to the final battle in November. I could see that. I just can't see it going past two years. What do you think? Do you think it's really getting to the end now and it's going to be over on the two-year mark or they're going to go past that? What do you think of as I try to ponder what my prediction would be, or maybe like my hopes of how this arc will end, I feel like my prediction is based off of one of the first chapters of this entire arc. And that was that the Dakayo, the the Supreme Kai, you know, the one that got absorbed by Majin Buu back in the day, the, the one that made Majin Buu look like, you know, Fat Buu. And they had to defeat Moro, they had to, or he had to sacrifice his god powers, his divine energy, to seal away Moro's magic. And then they were able to put him in jail with the Galactic Patrol. To be honest with you, I really don't understand how Moro wasn't able to break out of the Galactic Patrol because we've seen his strength, period, is amazing. So. But I guess that's, you know, just writer's discretion there. Um, but that is where I th- where I think th- that's how the chapter has to end, is that Goku or Vegeta need to sacrifice their divine energy to stop Moro, at least in terms of concealing his magic so then they can actually defeat him in full force. Now, with that being said, like what you said, we're in September. That means we have three more manga chapters before 2021. And I don't know if they can try to fit in that final plot point in in two chapters for November to be the last one. So I think maybe they could if they spanned it across three chapters. So then December then would be our very last true chapter in this moral arc. Maybe there's another chapter that kind of loot or ties up any loose ends you know kind of end of the season kind of chapter in january but like in terms of the main fight with moro 
if it goes past December, then I, I have no idea what they're trying to gear gear themselves up for. So I believe Majin Buu should make an appearance. Vegito should make an appearance. And maybe Majin Buu teaches um, Goku and Vegeta how to use to sacrifice their divine energy. And then after that, I mean, we have no more Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue. And maybe we can uh, discuss at another time what we think would happen after this arc. But with what you said, it has to be over in November or December. I mean, we're pushing two years. We we got to move on. <laughs> and something that was funny about Vegeta in this, even though he was shown a little bit, he didn't even drop the signature Vegeta line that darn it, Kakarot, you surpassed me again. Like I was shocked that that line didn't happen, or that he didn't even speak in this chapter. Gohan had a couple lines, so did Piccolo, but he did not saying a word. I was just a little shocked by uh that little tidbit and then with the artwork in this chapter i don't know why but i really like that they still showed like the chest where moro impaled goku like on that i think it's on the left but like having that little circle on his um chest is like yeah that's where moro stuck his hand through having that small detail i enjoyed that and then your guy beerus he seemed a little bit calm during the fight. He had his arms crossed, and they're finally seen at the end. And I know a couple, I don't think it was on any of the podcasts, but we talked about outside of here, Beerus potentially getting involved because we we're like, oh, he's hungry. He's going to go to Earth. They're going to, he's going to somehow tell Moro, I was like, hey, you can't blow this place up. That's right. Food and get. A race, but that didn't happen. So now, with only two, it's about to be in two years. Are you disappointed that it really looks like, yeah, Beerus is not getting involved in this? When I saw this chapter, I I did speculate that Beerus probably would not get involved. I had hoped that he would. I thought a Moro Beerus fight would be fantastic. The, the only way in which I could see Beerus get involved is based off of. The fact that that last that pan at the very end where he says I got a bad feeling about this with him saying that it kind of shows that he like kind of cares towards the Z fighters and like Goku I mean they did save his life in turning the power and the only thing I could think of is Beerus would get involved to delay Moro from destroying them or just destroying the planet to give Goku and Vegeta time to, you know, do their thing. Let's say Majin Buu actually came and was going to, or Takayo Majin Buu, was going to teach Goku how to sacrifice his divine energy to seal away Moro's magic. There's going to be someone that has to kind of pause Moro from actually continuing, because Moro's not just going to stand there and let this stuff happened and but i mean that's kind of a stretch and that's also a copy of what basically happened in broly's movie you know i mean yeah you had frieza getting beat up while goku and vegeta were learning fusion and then Whis kind of stepped in to kind of just delay broly there until gogeta showed up so i don't i don't want them to copy what they just did in the movie 
But I mean, that's in my eyes, that's the only thing that could get Beerus involved, like with a plot in mind. He could get involved just because he's like, hey, these people saved my life during the Tournament of Power. I'm going to pay them back and get rid of this guy. And, you know, now we're even. But that would not make any sense. So, but yeah, it does. It looks like Beerus is not going to join this fight. And it's disappointing just for anyone who listened to the last podcast when we were talking about most disliked characters. The one I said was Beerus, not because of the character, but because the lack of the character and that at the very beginning of Battle of Gods, both in the movie and the manga, that's all we've seen of the guy, except whenever he hakai Zamsu and fought the uh, other gods of destruction in the ex- exhibition match. So, uh, maybe a missed opportunity, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But the one thing that you said, though, you were talking about the artwork of this chapter and different things that you saw that were pretty sweet. Overall, I think this chapter was drawn phenomenally. I mean, it was amazing from Goku at the very beginning, how angry he was, and then he collected himself, and then he turns to Ultra Instinct, and we get a great shot of, you know, the silver hair, and Moro in fear of what in the world am I looking at here. It's actually kind of sweet because one of the first attacks that Moro tries on Goku, Goku dodges it with his left hand, and then all he does is a flick of the wrist. Literally, that's it. Just a flick of the wrist onto Moro's like bicep or tricep, and it sends Shink into the dirt. And it is the most subtle, like tap, but it just does so much damage. And it just makes it just makes Goku that much more impressive, and so much that Beerus is respecting what Goku but the, I think my favorite scene or favorite picture of this entire chapter is actually not one of Goku or Moro it's actually a Beerus and Whis and that is when Goku gut punches Moro and the shockwave is sent around the world right Jocko gets thrown back people in comedies look out or ducking because the pressure so much but Goku or Beerus and Whis are right there. Beerus looks to his right to cover his face. His ears are getting blown back. And he's just, it's like walking in like a rainstorm. You know, you're just getting pelted. You just move your head to the side and close your eyes and you just get to where you need to go. And then Whis, Whis is still like squared up to Goku and Moro's fight. But he has his eyes completely closed. We're talking about Whis, strongest guy in Universe 7, and Angel is closing his eyes because of how impressive this punch is on Moro. I love it. I, love I, it. I, could, I could frame it. It's so I don't cool. know how he survived. I don't either. They make that punch the most impressive punch that's ever happened in the series. Like, when Teen Gohan punched the hell out of Cell and uh, 18 spat out, I mean, for me, that is now second. That was number one, but now it's second right behind that. It is, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, like, the jump from Ultra Instinct Omen to Mastered Ultra Instinct. 
like it, the jump is just so significant because Omen Ultra Instinct wasn't doing anything against Moro. It's like in your car, it's like Omen is like second gear and MUI is sixth gear. It's not fifth to sixth. I mean, it is turbo, hyperdrive, light speed. It is everything that Omen is not. And you think Omen is cool, but MUI is just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's OP. It's the one punch man <laughs> of transformations. Apparently it's, 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 it's mind boggling how much of a difference there is with Omen and Mastered. So with this chapter ending, we go into 65 next month, October 20th. And it's really hard to make any sort of predictions due to this one just ending, but we're going to try our best and I'm going to go first. I think my prediction is next month, Moro is going to do some super final technique that might actually pose a problem. And Goku is going to be lackadaisical Goku and not get the job done immediately. And then we're in peril again. That's just my quick prediction for next month. What do you think? I'm in agreement with you. Moro's going to show some new magic that we've never seen. It'll turn the tide for him one last time. Goku will probably fall out of MUI. And that'll probably be how the chapter ends. Unless it hints at how the heroes will get past Moro at the very end. Maybe we'll see another character show up and that'll be like the glimmer of Hopi and give us all the speculation as to what will happen in 66. So. Yeah. And now we just have to play that waiting game. It really stinks that, yeah, these chapters are like 45 to 48 pages, but they only come out once a month. So then we're just, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's pretty much a stretch. Sometimes, sometimes I just wish that the chapters could, you know, kind of be like like per yeah. week. But that that's a lot more difficult than you know you and I can probably truly imagine. But even if they were shorter, one week it gives me something to look forward to on the weekends instead of waiting for a month because we're looking at other stuff from you know today up until maybe the tenth of October. We're going to just be looking at other Dragon Ball stuff. We might look and see what's going on with heroes, which we haven't done any episodes on heroes no, yet. And that'll be something to dive into. Or maybe all of a sudden Xenoverse 2 releases more stuff for their season pass, which is ne it just never stops. <laughs> and um, we could talk about that. But yeah, it's we go for basically 20 days with nothing to really get to talk into because by then everyone has their predictions yeah. and everyone has their thoughts, their reviews out and uh, we're just waiting. So yeah, kind of, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. And I, with the yeah, people yeah. who do listen and you guys who are into Dragon Ball, we've been seeing, we've been seeing the love you've been giving our Dragon Ball episodes and we support and we love that. And we thank you all for that. So we know there's an appetite for Dragon Ball stuff. So we're not just going to, disappear from you guys and come back 20 something days from now with our preview we're gonna try and come in before our preview episode with some other dragon ball topics which is already stated we haven't talked about heroes and heroes place 
in Dragon Ball because I think it's a very interesting place how that show has everything canon, but it gets the least amount of effort and work. So we're definitely going to need to talk about that. And then obviously we'll have our predictions for 65 when it gets closer and then we'll have our review. Sounds like a plan then. So thank you everybody who tunes in and listens to our Dragon Ball podcast. Truly appreciate it. If you guys get a moment and you guys want to listen to some other content, there's some other fantastic um, shows in which Martin is putting on. Uh, you can listen to NBA news with uh, Evan. There's a Power Power Rangers um, review in which Martin does with Cedric and Byron. And in case you guys are into that, if you guys listen to that, give it a thumbs up and all the other love. Because then if we discover that more people are interested in that as well, there's plenty of content on Power Rangers stuff. But anything for that matter, we can get into other animes, other mangas, other shows in general. And, uh, yep, the, uh, the door is only cracked. And before you know it, we might just slam it open and have a whole bunch more stuff for you. Yeah, and we put out content pretty frequently. We've been almost putting out close to four episodes a week uh, so that there's always something for somebody to listen to. We don't really want to stick to one topic. We want to have the doors open for anyone. If you like Dragon Ball, we have episodes for you. If you like wrestling, sports, anything, we got the episodes for you, just like Mitch said. Saturday, September 19th is Batman Day. So actually, I'm not going to be the typical um, questionnaire moderator on the podcast. I'm actually going to be the featured person, and someone else is going to be moderating and asking me a whole bunch of Batman questions since it's Batman Day on the 19th. So that episode will be out later in the week, so definitely check that out. Um, and then we, and if you want to ask us questions, comment on any of the stations you listen to podcasts email us at the level seven through l7c at gmail.com comment on our youtube videos we upload the podcast to youtube as well we even have a fan who wants to know our top 10 dragon ball characters in all arts so i'm assuming they mean our top 10 dragon ball characters of all time ranging from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, and we'll even throw in heroes. So that is a fan question we did get, Mitch. We'll do. I like how that it was mentioned across all arcs because Dragon Ball doesn't get enough love. So I'll need to brush up on on Dragon Ball because there's there was a lot of content back then, and uh, Dragon Ball was so good. So yeah, I think. That is a fantastic question. Thank you for the the fan, I'll say fan, for recommending that. And that, that's just more content. And if anyone has something that they just want to get our opinion on, give it or just ask it. We'll be more than happy to tackle it. It, uh, of course, gives us something to talk about. And then don't forget to give your opinions on this stuff, too, because we want to hear what you have to say, because maybe I missed something. Maybe I'm not thinking of something. And you might just enlighten me, and I would truly appreciate it. And maybe, maybe we can have a more open discussion on that. So thank you, and hopefully hear from you guys too. Oh yeah, it's it's a great time just to be talking 
Dragon, just Dragon Ball with you guys and just with uh, Mitch. We used to do this all the time when we were living together. And now for the world to actually hear our opinions on the subject, it's just a really great uh, thing to always look forward to every couple of weeks. Um, do you have anything else, Mitch, before we sign out for today? Nope, nothing, nothing more than that. Hopefully everyone is taking care of being safe and um, throw a like down for the, the podcast and the, the channel. Everything that you do for us helps us out tremendously and also gives us a chuckle whenever we're looking and we see even one view and we're just like, this is amazing. So but we've had plenty of views and we're just already extremely humble and thankful for everything that you guys do for us. Thank you again. And with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. We'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.